SAFM Sports Wrap. You're listening to SAFM Sports Wrap. Welcome to it. I'm Brad Brown with you until 7 o'clock this evening. Thank you very much to the MoneyWeb team. They're back again at 6 here on South Africa's news and information leader tomorrow. Before we get into this evening's show, let's take a look at some of the stories making news headlines. Uh, in athletics news, another fruitless day for Team South Africa at the IAAF World Championships in Beijing, China. Anastor Jobodwana did, however, win his 200-meter heat to advance to the semi-finals. Akani uh, Simbini, he finished fourth in his heat and advanced, uh, being one of the fastest losers, so to speak. Usain Bolt, Justin Gatlin won theirs too. They are also through to the semis. The team does, however, have a realistic chance at medals tomorrow. Wade van Nikarik lines up in the 400-meter final, while Wendell takes on the 400-meter hurdles. In other news today, Kenyan Nicholas Bett won gold in the 400-meter hurdles, while Ethiopia's Genzebe Dibaba claimed the 1,500-meter ladies' gold in a time of 40809 ahead of Kenya's Faith Kipgyojen. David Radisha of Kenya bagged the 800-meter golds uh, in a time of 145.84. There are three matches to look forward to in the Absa Premiership this evening. Pumalanga Black Aces host Mamelodi Sundowns Super United, welcome University of Pretoria, and defending champions Kaiser Chiefs travel to the Peter Macaba Stadium to take on Polokwane City. Kickoff in those 7.30 tonight. Meanwhile, Mamelodi Sundowns midfielder Suyaya Bulela Shai has joined Maritzburg United on a season-long loan. Internationally, Manchester United goalkeeper David De Gea has been left out of the 18-man squad for the UEFA Champions League playoff second-leg tie against Club Bruges. And according to reports, Liverpool striker Mario Balotelli has arrived in Italy. He's undergoing medical ahead of a proposed season-long loan to AC Milan, while Chelsea have confirmed that winger Juan Cadrado has joined Juventus on a season-long loan as well. In rugby news, Springbok Quartet, France, Malhadabit, Ibn Etzebessia, Khaleesi and Damon Derlende have committed their long-term futures to Western Province. All players, all those players renewed their contracts today. In cricket news, the Proteas gearing up for a series decider against New Zealand in Durban tomorrow. According to coach Russell Domingo, the teams lack consistency and they've relied too much on Hashim Amla. He says if they are to clinch the series, there are areas they need to improve. One being the middle order, where JP Dumini and Faf Duplessis have not been available for selection. Um, I think important for us to have a solid uh, two or three batters in our top four, guys who scored a certain strike rate. Hashim is one of those guys and Fuff is the other guy that we, we look at holding an innings together and obviously he wasn't there in the last two games. And in other cricket news, the uh, South Africa A are up against uh, India A in the second unofficial test in Wayanad. Batting first, South Africa were dismissed for 260 in their first innings, and that was when stumps were called. India A will get their second, or their first innings underway tomorrow morning. The Spa Netball National Championships are taking place in Margate in KwaZulu-Natal. Michael Flissmith is there, and he filed this report. It took a few hard words at halftime from Northwest coach Tourette Bardenhorst for her team to come back from six goals down and beat the Free State 35-32 in the Spa National Netball Championship near Margate today. Two of the strongest teams at this national championship produced an epic clash at the Ugu Sports Centre, but it was Bardenhorst's team that was able to get the edge over their fierce rivals. Yeah, a lot of um, strong words coming out there. Um, I thought um, we didn't play well the first two quarters, and um, it's just important for uh, me that we need to um, focus on our basics. And um, your yeah, great game, thanks for free state. It was actually a great game, and um, it's always tough playing them. But yes, I'm re- really proud of my goals. 
Gauteng coach Jenny van Dijk was also happy to come away with two wins today, including a 37-19 win over the Eastern Cape and a 29-20 win over Limpopo. I think the goals did well. We, we, could, we could actually give uh, quite a number of players opportunity and try different combinations, so it was a good day today for us. Michael Flismus, Margate. And finally, in cycling news, stage four of the Vuelta España has concluded. Esteban Chavez retains the overall lead after Alejandro Valverde won the fourth stage ahead of Peter Sagan. Coming up on this evening's show, we'll chat Carry Cup rugby with uh, Nizam Carr. We'll also touch base with Henry Davids and preview tomorrow's uh, series decider between the Proteas and the Black Caps. This is SAFM Sports Wrap on South Africa's news and information lead. And uh, after the first few weeks of AMSA Curry Cup action, things looking pretty interesting. And uh, we join now by Western Province uh, Captain Azam Khan. Azam, welcome onto uh, the show. Thanks for, for taking the time to talk to us tonight. No, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you to all your listeners out there. Zan, before we, we get into some of the results and, and where you guys are going and, and what's happened of late, uh, you, you, you're in the captaincy role. Obviously, Juan de Jong's picked up a, a big injury. That was a, a big blow for the squad. Definitely. I think Juan de Jong was a massive leader. I think what he did was obviously, you know, something I looked up to and how we carried the team. I think I just want to follow suit what he mm-hmm. basically did, you know, and carried over to the team. I mean, we had great leaders also in the storm side, so... Uh, you know, I took a lot of pointers out of that from doing some here and scout further. Uh, the Villiers, obviously, is also the Springbok captain. So it makes my job kind of easier, you know, having guys like that around you. Let's talk about the season so far. Three games in, you, you suffered a, a loss to, to the Bulls this past weekend. The Bulls are in, in unbelievable, Nick. They're playing some, some phenomenal rugby. I'm sure you guys have uh, looked back at the video, and uh, it's incredible just the way uh, that young side, they've got some experience plays in there too, but uh, they're playing a really exciting and, and attractive brand of rugby, aren't they? Yes, definitely. I know they were obviously trying to implement you know, this new offload game, running into space, and I mean, that's really not the Bulls. So I think, you know, this quarter's off guard here, but we have been preparing for that, but we didn't know that it's going to be so effective. But I mean, like you said, we, we, we definitely disappointed ourselves, you know, our teammates, uh, obviously our coaches and all the fans out there. So we definitely want to, you know, correct that come this weekend against the Chiefs. So it's a massive start laying ahead for us, but uh, we're really keen to obviously fix what we've, you know, done wrong over the weekend. Zem, the, the first two games of the season, you obviously picked up wins. There were, there were no bonus points uh, there, as far as I, I'm aware. I'm just having a, a quick squiz at the logs. Uh, you're currently sitting uh, on, on nine points, so there was a, a bonus point. My, my bad there, but not, not a bad start to the season. Two out of three, you obviously would have liked to have beaten the Bulls, but the Cheetahs this weekend are going to be a, an interesting prospect because they're always a tough side to beat in Bloemfontein. Yes, definitely. I think... The Chiefs is not, they're not obviously easy to play down there in Bloomfontein. Um, our whole, uh, uh, game plan is to go out there to, to, and I don't want to put myself on the spot here and make any promises, but we would like to get the five points, uh, and just, uh, you know, regroup again and then be again back on track in terms of the log um, situation there. So, uh, it's a big toss, like I said, for us, I think, but, uh, we're really keen, I mean, to, to, to rectify what we've done on the weekend against the Bulls. 
You, you mentioned the bonus point, and, and it's interesting that you, you do bring it up because if you look at the, the two teams who are, are top, basically, ahead of you on the log, the, the Bulls and the Lions, they, they've both got maximum points out of all three of their, their opening games. And if you look at what happened in Super Rugby, those bonus points at the end of the day can come back to, to bite you or help you at the end of the season. And is it something you're really focusing on? Or, or do you go into a game, yes, we want to win the thing first. If we pick up four tries, what a bonus, hence, hence the name. But, or, or is it something you're going out, you know what, early on you, you get a shot at post, you go, maybe we should put it in the corner and, and, and go for the try? Um, yes, and I think that's, that's basically where I come in. Obviously, the point is on off-field, it's respected to the post, but... Uh, if we can, uh, uh, like I said, if we can get, you know, the bonus point, that will really be good for us and just put us back on track with, in terms of the, the, the log selection, the log uh, points there. But, uh, I mean, against the Cheetahs, yeah, at Newlands, if it wasn't for Kurt Coleman's uh, ankle cap, I mean, we would have probably lost that game as well. So, uh, you know, it is tough, uh, you know, getting that bonus point because both teams are trying to run the ball, you know, the Cheetahs and obviously us. I think throughout the Curry Cup, both, all the teams have, you know, they've run every ball back out of the 22, you know, from anywhere from the field. So I think both teams have to have, obviously, the defense sorted out. But, uh, like I said, it's not going to be easy for that, that bonus point, but we'd like to have it. Sam, there's been some big changes, obviously, at uh, Western Province and, and Stormers Rugby over over the last few months, with Alistair heading off to to Japan and and some new new sort of coaching staff uh, being brought in. There's been lots of talk uh, in the media about uh, a possible move of Eddie Jones. I see today he's confirmed that he's uh, he's not going to be taking up the the Japanese national team coaching position after the World Cup. Can you confirm or deny that he's heading to Cape Town? Well, I'm not 100% sure what's exactly what's going on right now, but I'm really just trying to focus on what we want to achieve. I mean, we've got a massive structure that we want to, you know, implement also in our game, so I think we're more worried about that. But the behind-the-scenes things, I think I'm sure you can, you know, call the, 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 the higher-ups and obviously talk to them about that. But I'm really not sure what's going on with, you know, the, the future of Western Province Union, so... uh it will actually be, you know, great having Eddie Jones here. Uh, I mean, he's been part of the 2007 World Cup. That's one, you know, the Springboks with Jake White. So he has a lot of expertise in the at the other game. So uh, there has been a lot of changes with Alistair leaving, uh, Paul Dobson stepping in, you know, new scrumming coach, new defense coach with Paul through. So for, you know, juniors also coming into a side, and I mean, the new captain as well, it's a lot of, Variations that you need to adapt to, and uh, that sometimes you know, takes a big toll on the team. But I think we've been really handling all those things well. And, uh, just a pity about the loss now; it's been unfortunate, but we will really, you know, bounce back. Then from a, a personal point of view on, on your game, you obviously like a, a, a very physical encounter, and, and you like to impose yourself. Are you you pretty happy with the way you're playing at the at the moment? Um, look, there's always room for improvement. Uh, I think uh, the carry cups for me have really been, you know, sort of slow. I haven't been, you know, in my full gear, like the car gear, you know. So uh, I think there's a lot of work that I can also, you know, try and, and bring into my game. I would like to obviously run more with the ball. I feel uh, for the leadership role, you have to... You know, take care of everything. You have to sort out the line-outs, all the set pieces, the scrums. 
So you kind of forget, you know, that you're not only playing for yourself anymore. You know, you have this whole team that you have to worry about. But uh, I would like to get just more involved with, with carrying the ball and, and obviously just working on that oh, dominant heat on the defense. And as far as long-term ambitions, I mean, what, what do you still want to achieve in your career? Obviously, uh, looking looking at a, at a, a, a sort of permanent slot in, in, in the box setup would be amazing, wouldn't it? Um, yes, definitely. I believe that squad is coming out on Friday. Uh, you know, you never you never give up hope. You always want you know be part of the setup there of that 31-mate squad that's going to England and Wales. So um, you know, you just gotta you know, obviously keep believing, and I really hope you know part of the squad. It is looking a bit tough for me, obviously, because I haven't been, you know, training with him since, uh, you know, May in, in this year. So, uh, my, my, my goal is really just to, you know, short term one is to obviously win the Play Cup and then also, you now go to the World Cup come, uh, October. So, uh, I know it's not going to be easy, but that's, that's my long term goal, yeah. Zam Carr, captain of Western Province, thank you so much for joining us this evening here on SFM Sport Trap. Safe travels to Bloom on the weekend. Good luck against the Cheetahs, and we look forward to catching up again soon. SFM Sports Wrap. Well, big cricket coming up tomorrow, and uh, it is the series decider between the Pro Tears and New Zealand. It's been a, an interesting series, to say the least, and uh, I think lots of work to do for the Pro Tears ahead of that match, particularly after their loss uh, to the Black Caps in, in the second ODI. We join now by Henry Davids. Henry, welcome on to SAFM Sports Trap. Thanks for your time this evening. Hi, uh, thanks for having me, eh? Henry, it's been a, a, an interesting series. Uh, the, the Proteas looked really good in that, that first one. They just didn't get uh, enough runs in the second, unfortunately. But that's been one of the big issues. And, and there's uh, a few bigger missions in, in the squad at the moment. Obviously, Faf Duplessis not there, JP Dumini not there. And that's left a, a gaping hole in the middle order. Yeah, as you said, I think Faf and JP, they do uh, leave a gaping hole. You know, the two of the, the more experienced players in, in our team. And obviously they, they are like a corner in the middle order. So the people, well, like the team built around them. So it's a big muscle for, for, for South Africa. It's a tough one as well, though, because we, we are coming off a, a bit of a, a, a difficult series in, in Bangladesh, to say the least. And then into, yeah. into playing cricket in South Africa in, in August, which is, I mean, it's traditionally not the time of the year we play, so the pitches have been a bit different to what the players have been used to. But at the end of the day, it's a professional game. I don't think you can use that as an excuse. Or what would you say? Henry? No, it can't really. Obviously, we're not used to playing cricket in South Africa this time of the year, but I think the guys on the international team, they play cricket uh, all through the year and all around, the, all over the place, you know, so they should be used to all different uh, conditions, all different times as well to uh, win the game as you play. I think with the guys that we played here in South Africa at the moment, I think Super Park, the wicket was unbelievable. It was a very, very good wicket. We had a middle on it uh, the other day, and it was still, still a good wicket. I think in Poch, uh, AB misread the wicket a little bit, which which happens, you know. It's difficult to read the wicket this time. Normally, it's fairly slow, and the wicket was fairly two-faced uh, in the second round, which um, I don't think, yeah, as, as the toss played, uh, not a major role, but it did play a role in, in the outcome of the game. Looking looking ahead to tomorrow, where do you think that the Proteas need to improve in order to, to, to clinch the series? I think, uh, like I said the other, I think all around, you know, the bowling wasn't as, as, as good as or up to scratch. The fielding was terrible, if you think about South African standards that we set for ourselves, you know, I think, the, the, yeah, like I said, the fielding was terrible. Um, if, you, if, you, if you take the two games, um, the fielding, even at the Blue Park, we dropped a couple of catches. 
uh, captors need to be needs to be taken in, in, in international cricket. You know, you can't drop a, a guy like Martin Gupta uh, on Nords or Ten or whatever it was, and the guy will get you 100. So, like I said, the wickets, the, the catches need to be taken. And I think we need to bowl a lot better up front in the middle order and at the back end. Um, and yeah, I think the batting, well, the wicket wasn't wasn't that great um, in Poch. Um, but I don't think there's anything wrong with the batting. You know, we have uh, match winners in AB. Um, Hash and all the other guys that, that normally jumps in. So the guy like that was in Rally Resto also is coming good now. So it's good for, for, for South Africa. Henry, have the Black Caps surprised you? I mean, and, and I, I, I say that with all respect. I mean, they had a fantastic World Cup. Yes, it was at home, and they played most of their games on on New Zealand soil. But they've also they've lost a couple of players for this series and big names. So I was worried about the depth, but they've they've held their own. No, definitely have, you know. I think they're very similar. Um, the, the way of playing cricket, uh, the type of personality they have in the team, they're very similar to South Africans, you know. They're all fighters. Um, it doesn't matter what team, what names you send, uh, to any place uh, of New Zealand guys to go play somewhere. Um, they will always go there, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll put up a show, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll fight, um, from, from everywhere, uh, which is a good treat for them to have. Um, obviously there's a couple of big names that's, that's not here, but the other guys, they definitely stood up. Uh, they have keepers that is here at the moment, and the, the keepers are standing up. The younger guys, or not the younger guys, the more the less experienced guys are also uh, putting in some good scores for them, which is great for their cricket. And like you said, in the World Cup, they've always been a, um, a very good one-day uh, white ball cricket format team, even if it is T20 or one-day cricket. They've been all they've always been very good. Um, they've always been up there, semi-finals, quarter-finals, so. On the day, like you said, on the day, they, they are very, very devastating um, and showed in the World Cup. Which way do you see it going tomorrow? South Africa. <laughs> I love it. Henry Davids, thank you so much for your time this evening here on SAFM Sports Wrap. Enjoy the game. I'm sure you'll be watching as well. And, uh, yeah, we're all sending positive vibes. Let's hope AB and the lads can, can pull this one off. Uh, we don't want the Black Caps to beat us on home soil. It's the last thing we want. Yeah. Uh, let's hope we can win it tomorrow. I'm sure we'll pull it through for tomorrow. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. Awesome chat with Henry Davids. Don't forget we will be having live updates throughout tomorrow's uh, series decider at One Day International from Kingsmead in Durban here on SAFM throughout the day. Make sure you stay tuned to South Africa's news and information leader. Day four today of the IAAF World Championships. They're taking place in Beijing, China. And Team South African athletes are yet to make uh, the podium. No medals yet. South African medal hopefuls long jump trio Khotso Mokwena, Zark Fissa and Rush Samai, as well as 100 meter sprinters Enrico Brankis and Akani Simbini all failed to go through to their respective finals. Meanwhile, former 800 meter world silver medalist Ezekiel Sepeng, who's been tasked with the job of looking after the team, says it's been a bumpy road for the Rainbow Nations team in China. So we had a, a, a bumpy, bumpy, bumpy uh, start with our marathon guys. Uh, only one athlete could finish uh, the race. And uh, then we went on with Lebohan uh, Shange uh, on the race walk. I think this one so far is the best. He was uh, 11th, you know, with the SA record. And our three jumpers uh, didn't make it into the final. Uh, we saw in the 800 meters, Jakub uh, Reynard also not making it into the next round. Uh, when we go to the 100 meters, you know, uh, uh, the likes of, of, of Akani and Hendrigo Brankis just made it until to the semifinal, which, you know, we know the 100 meters is it, it, a tough one, but I, I think uh, they did their best. 
now we're looking forward for 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 the 400 and 400 meters where we have uh, athletes in the final. Uh, Wait for Nikiak looking very very good, you know, uh, uh, in the semi-finals, and and it's one of the the medal hopes. And uh, Vendanel uh, in the 400 medals for ladies, uh, you know, also looking good to qualify for the final year. Despite the disappointment of the long jumpers, Sepang is still hopeful that Team South Africa can turn their fortunes around. So what do we wanted our three, three jumpers, you know, is it's 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 they they should have made it because their rankings, you know, and experience like the likes of Kotsomukwena, but not making it, it it's very disappointing. But level one Shange up to now is is has been uh, great, you know, uh, you know, uh, doing race work and you know uh, uh, finishing in that bracket uh, number eleven with a national record so far. It, it that's the highlight for 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 Team South Africa. But as I said, moving forward, it's 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 wait for Niger, you know. Uh, Paul, you know, definitely on paper, when you look at him when he runs, it's a medal. Definitely a medal. Uh, and, and, and probably we're looking forward, you know, we still got Casta, we still got Jeanette for Union, we still got our relay 4 by one Yeah. You've highlighted, you know, our long jumpers uh, failing, you know, to qualify for the final. Where do you think they got it wrong? I think they, they, the focus, the main focus, they, they should know, you know, about championship, it, it, it's hitting it on the day, you know, it, it, and, and from the beginning when you start, when you start your preparation, you know exactly the date when you will be competing. So that means when you train towards that, you must be ready. On that day, not 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 the day after. Sepeng has singled out Wade van Nikkerk, saying he's likely to win a medal for Team South Africa. The national record holder runs the 400 meter final tomorrow. And also, Jabba Dwana and Simbini have also made the 200 meter semi-finals following today's heats. But Sepeng feels that the 200 may be a step too far for the South Africans. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I'm going for Wade van Nikkerk. Uh, you know, he's looking good, so I I, I I will go for him. For, for, for that medal, uh, for the, our first medal. And uh, look, the 200 meters is going to be tough uh, with, with Usain Bolt and Gatling. You know, and, 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 and I think our guys will, 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 will feature probably in the final for the 200. But uh, and, and what I, 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 I'm looking forward is the 400. Is the 400 with uh, Wade Van Nike. Maybe when the when the uh, she will she will surprise us. You know, it, you never know in this championship. She wakes up very good on the final and she get a medal. But our medal lies with Wade Van Nike now. And uh, today uh, it's day four of the championship. What can we okay. expect from Team SA and who's racing in what discipline? Most of our guys have competed. Uh, I think that the, the likes of Sunet Fulyun uh, will, will, will do the rounds. Uh, I haven't uh, checked the, the, the program of today yet. It's busy the whole day. But the likes of Sunet Fulyun have not competed uh, yet. And then the, 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 it's time for them now to start. And, and, and the triple jump, Hotomukwena, you will go back to the triple jump and do the triple jump. Uh, we know that the other artists have competed. The javelin men, uh, the short foot men, they, they, they all did not make it through. But yeah, those are the artists that we're looking for. Uh, Kafta Semenya, 
uh, also in the 800 meters, yeah. So lots of action to look forward to tomorrow. Also running in the 400 meter hurdles for ladies final tomorrow is Wenda Nell, and she's been uh, a bit of a dark horse. She's got a chance at a medal too, and uh, we're hoping that she can make Team South Africa proud. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. You're listening to SAFM Sports Wrap, and the Premier Soccer League chairman, Dr. Irvin Causa, says that multi-choice disky challenge has made a positive contribution to the country's football structures, especially to the junior national teams, the under-20s and under-23s. He was speaking at the launch of the 2015-2016 MDS season. That'll kick off at the Maklong Stadium in Tembisa on the 5th of next month. Causa says if the country is to regain its number one ranking in Africa, campaigns like these need to be embraced. But I think, you know, uh, it's very important that we sustain this campaign because there's so much talent in this country. It's an understatement to say we should be one of the best you know, countries in Africa. But you know, there's a lot of our players that are sidetracking and getting involved in things that are not helping us uh, to attract them you know, into our mainstream of football. So this key challenge has made sure that you know, the skills that were lacking, the talent that was lacking, that was lost, we are managing to reach you know, those areas and creating a platform, especially when they see themselves on television. I thought that element has attracted a lot of these young players to come to the fore, uh, for them to be uh, cited by the respective teams and increase the pool of players, especially for Bafana Bafana. Because if you've got a lot of these under-23 coming on stream, it makes the pool far more better and bigger. The multi-disc challenge doesn't just focus on the field of play, but off the field as well with life skills and important program. Financial management is usually a big problem with footballers globally, and Causa says this program is aimed at addressing that. It's about what do we do with players' life skills. So the program that is provided for multi skills by multi choice it provides that kind of uh, support system of uh, this you know upskilling of our players. But more important, the financial management. Whether it's going to work or not, I don't know. Because the biggest challenge for me, Rob, is the question of the subculture. The subculture is so strong. The other day, I had one of two of my players asking for their contracts. I said, no, I'm not giving you a contract. I said, no, I want our contract chairman. Then I get a big letter from a motor company. A guy wants to buy a car for $1.2 million. I said, my God, it can't be right, man. It can't be right. So I'm convincing this guy. I said, let's do an investment. Is this people are still fighting with that guy. What do you mean by investment, Chairman? I said, just do investment on this 1,2 million. Because I'm telling you, in five years' time, it'll be 2, 3 million dollars this money. Now, if you, they don't see it, it doesn't make sense. On a day when SABC Sport learned that there are more bursary schemes that are being offered in the game, but most players ignore them, causes hoping that players can learn valuable lessons from these life skills programs. So I'm just saying that I hope that these financial skills assist, but we need more extra things to make the people understand why it's important. For young people like us, in 1971, the rent was 71 cents to a dollar. Today is 14 rents. So for you that want to go overseas, forget it. Forget it. You can't just afford it to go overseas now. Now that is the basis of why we say people must invest. A rent today looks a rent. If you put that money you know, in a very good investment, five years, 10 years down the line is something else different. Because, you know, people don't understand what it means or how to create wealth is to take care of this small kind of investment. So I hope that the players will take advantage of this financial management and uh, understand, you know, that we are doing this not because we want to curtail their excitement 
they launch into the market, you know, uh, to look after their friends, but to make sure that they become, you know, uh, self-sufficient uh, down the line, because what we are getting from coming is not good enough. And uh, that belt is becoming more bigger and bigger and bigger because there's not much employment. If you read, you know, in the news, nowadays there's a lot of problems in the markets all over the world. What does it mean, that market, you know, to my employment? What does it mean in terms of the cash flow, cash available in the market? All those things we don't understand. This season's PSL Reserve League will see an improvement from seven matches played in the group stages last year to 15 this year and causes hoping that going forward there'll be more improvements. We're making sure that they invite, you know, a technical expert from overseas to provide support to this, you know, wonderful uh, program uh, which has caught, you know, everybody's attention in the country. Uh, we started first, you know, with about you know, two groups of seven teams, uh, with the heavy persuasion from the league, you know, to multi-choice. I'm happy to announce that this season we'll be having 15 games per each team, which, you know, gives a precursor that, you know, maybe when you come back to announce next time around, it will be a full season of two games of 15 in each season, you know, but for now it's about 15 games. SAFM Sports Wrap. And that's it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. We're back again tomorrow at 6.30. I'll be back again tomorrow on PM Live. And don't forget, you can get a wrap of your sport tomorrow morning on AM Live with Janet Witten. Be in touch on Facebook and Twitter. Search for SAFM Sports Wrap. Coming up next is the talk shop. Before then, though, it is 7 o'clock and time for your news. You've been listening to a podcast of SAFM Sports Wrap, captured live every Tuesday, Wednesday and Friday evening from 6.30 to 7, only on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader.